0: Welcome to the latest of the ASA Podcasts with me, Dr. Chris Keel. So the topic of the day has been the topic for probably the last 10 to 15 years. (laughs) If anything, it's gotten worse. certainly hasn't gotten better. But it's the labor situation, and it's kind of a multiple-question topic why can't people find qualified workers when will it turn around how will it turn around what advice do companies get who are struggling to find folks i wish i had some good answers for this but we are dealing with a whole combination of factors some of them fairly new some of them have been around for at least a decade or two the new thing is of course the government help that's been going to people predominantly in the low skilled low income categories. These were mostly people who were part of the service sector when the lockdown started. Many of them are making more money, getting money from the government than they would if they were taking those old jobs back. And so they have been a little reluctant to go back into that. This really is not the population, however, that would be hired by industries involved with ASA most of those jobs will start to be filled towards the end of the summer early fall when all these benefits begin to expire. The more salient issue is the more long-term stuff and the reason that you're struggling to find workers. Some of it is simply demographics. We're dealing with the fact that the boomers are finally getting old enough that they retire. Remember that we're losing about 10,000 baby boomers per day That's three and a half million people leaving the workforce every year, and that's been going on now for several years, will continue to go on for another several years because the boomers were the big cohort as far as age is concerned, and they're shuffling off the workforce before they shuffle off permanently. Then there's gonna be a bit of a gap because Gen X was the smallest of the cohorts. So we're gonna be going from the largest population to the smallest population before it then returns to the pattern that we've been looking into the last several decades, because millennials now are becoming the largest cohort. So it doesn't look good for the next few years in terms of population coming into, into the workforce. The other big problem, which we've been dealing with for a long time, is that when we do train people, we're not training them correctly. We're not training them for the careers that exist out there. Higher education has consistently failed to keep up with this. Um, Even in the midst of last year's recession, and this is not a joke, we graduated 10,000 people with higher degrees in film criticism so if you have ever had the desire to mix your current business with doing film reviews now's the time there's a bunch of guys out there with degrees in film criticism do we graduate enough people who know how to work in manufacturing or construction or transportation no we don't we're 110,000 truck drivers short right now and that number is going to grow so the educational establishment has not kept up, uh, hasn't kept up at the secondary level either. We have too many schools that have dropped industrial arts. Those are the things that used to be fairly common, I remember, when everybody had to take shop. But that was back in the day when all you had to do to have a shop class was to have a few drill presses and a lathe, and, and everyone was good to go. Well, now it's technological and computerized and CAD-CAM and. Schools can't afford it, so they tend to drop it. A third factor that has been playing a real role is immigration. We have in the past been able to take pretty much anyone who wanted to come into the country, and then we would find a way to train them. But now we really don't need more low-skilled, low-paid workers, and often that's what we see accumulating at our borders are people who don't have the language skills, don't have the work skills, don't have the education. We have enough people without skills now. What we really want to do is attract the people with skills, and those people are in high demand. We're not only competing with companies in the United States, we're competing with Europeans and Asians and everybody else who wants those same workers. So we're struggling to figure out where that next generation comes from. When will this turn around? No time soon. I mean, we're talking labor shortage issues well into next year, really well into the entire decade. It's going to be a problem that takes a long time to correct. Advice for companies that are struggling to find folks, you know, it comes down to substituting for work. The biggest growth for the manufacturing sector has been in technology and robotics. If you can't find people, you buy machines and replace people with robots, replace people with technology. We'll have to start figuring out a way to make those pipelines more secure, more interaction with trade schools, more interaction with community colleges, helping them understand what the sector needs. And then eventually we're going to have to look to kind of the new source. We're going to have to figure out where training is happening around the world, find ways to encourage that and bring people to this country. At the end of the day, the situation is going to be stopgap. It's going to be trying to get people to delay their retirement. It's going to be finding ways to do some internal training without making it a burden on the company. It's going to be using more technology, but this is going to be a lingering problem for all industries and for a long time. So, how's that for a cheery podcast? Um, if it's kind of like if you think the problem is bad now, just wait; uh, it gets even worse. I think eventually it will begin to turn, but it's going to require people really having those those hard conversations with students, with teachers, with administrators saying, you know, the time for training people in film criticism is over. We really need to start paying attention to the fact that schools have products. Those products are called students and schools have customers. And those customers are called society as a whole and the business community. And you need to start figuring out a way to make the product match what the consumer needs. So on that rather biased note. Um, That's all for this version of the podcast. And next week, maybe somebody will ask me like, you know, some really happy, lighthearted, you know, peace and love and rainbows and unicorns question. Um, I'm not counting on it, but there's always hope. Thanks.